you know, we sat back and saw all this construction in, in you know, the Star and Frisco and Plano and, and Fort Worth and Alliance. But all of a sudden, I, it seems like there's a renaissance in, in downtown and uptown areas. It all started, you go back to the construction of the Crescent, the Crescent, uh, the Crescent Real Estate's development right there on, you know, off McKinney. That, that was there before there was anything known as, um, you know, as, as the other side of downtown. And it's grown like crazy. They're just spending a bunch of money on redoing that. John Zog is managing director of Crescent Real Estate and joins us right now. John, it's good to have you with us. Thanks, David. Great to be back. So there wasn't even an, it wasn't even called Uptown when the Crescent was built. No. Uh, you know, there was a bunch of furniture warehouses, auto dealerships, low-rise buildings, and then this island that Miss Hunt had the vision of building. And uh, what a great vision because it's become the best submarket in Dallas and the hub of where people want to recruit and retain employees. Well, and actually the address, and especially for financial institutions, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to office in in North Texas, you you office you have an office at Crescent, and I guess you just spent twelve million dollars on the place, giving it a facelift. I guess the idea is to to keep them coming. Yeah, you know when you have this type of project that's the most iconic in Dallas and the best. Yeah, you're right, the best address in Dallas. You don't have to give the address; you just say the Crescent. We have to reinvest to keep this place fresh and to keep it you know, relevant to the new buildings that are going up and even better. And, you know, what I didn't realize, that, talking about this recently, is in the last eight years, including the hotel and the Crescent Project, has been spent over $90 million to improve this asset. Wow. And, and so, you're saying, you're, I mean, it's still growing down there, and you're attracting, I guess, competition. Um and maybe that's maybe that's a form of flattery. I know they're getting ready to build a big building right next to you on 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 McKinney, and then the city just approved some money for a big new Goldman Sachs building. I guess it's going to be called that Huddle Build over by the Perot. That area is not built out yet, is it? No, and that's uh well, that's great for Dallas. First of all, uh, four thousand highly paid Goldman Sachs employees showing up. I don't think that's going to soften our housing market anytime soon but uh i think that you know that's really good for dallas great for hunt uh they that was where their apartments were they're going to tear down a a high performing apartment complex and build a great uh office complex so that i think it is good for uptown it's good for dallas and uh you know we we enjoy we're happy they're doing it uh but there is a lot of other buildings going up you're right granite's building a building uh, Stream, Heinz, uh, Crow. I mean, every we're good at we're good at Dallas at overbuilding, and we'll probably do a little overbuilding again here in Uptown. Uh, we've done it in the past, and uh, but I think that this is a pretty resilient market. It may take everybody a little longer. It's going to cost them a little more than they thought to build these assets, but. I think over time they'll do fine. Well, you all are all over. Crescent is really all over that area. Cause, and we've talked about, you know, your development down on the West End. Of course, you built McKinney and Olive. You've got the Crescent. So are, what are occupancy rates like? Is everybody back post-COVID? Are all those buildings full? Yeah, it really depends on what kind of business you're in, if you're national, regional, local. Uh, the, the local and, and regionals are all back, it, you know, at least our experience. You know, we're, we're probably at 90% occupancy physical occupancy here in the crescent at least we're 97 
so most people are back. Uh, in fact, I would say basically everybody's back, but they might do a modified time schedule. Uh, McKinney and I was a little less, but it's probably at 70%. But uh, yeah, most people are back. And I think they're, if they're not back, they're, they've got concrete plans to come back. But the overall uptown market is just extremely strong. As you know, I've been here 35 years. And I've just never seen as much relocation activity as I'm seeing today. Uh, you know, there's, for whatever reasons, for whatever problems are going on in other cities, other states, Dallas is a really attractive location for people to, to in-migrate to. And we're, we're seeing it uh, across the board like I've never seen. So when you go in and, 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 and sort of, you know, give a facelift and upgrade, to Crescent, what kind of things are you putting in? And I, I'm assuming that some of this is sort of post-COVID, that, that some of the demands are different, maybe more spacing or, you know, more open areas outside. A fitness, I guess a fitness center is just sort of yep. required now. Yeah, we got, you know, fortunately, the things we did six years ago when we spent $35 million on our pedestrian experience solved a lot of COVID issues in advance. We didn't anticipate COVID, but we wanted to create pedestrian outdoor spaces around the crescent and take away the fortress that it was and make it more of an inviting to the neighborhood that is uptown so this one is really about the first floor experience inside the building and so if you think about it every surface with the exception of the marble was replaced including the ceilings including every single light that was there every single door was there the mahogany was replaced with new doors uh all the door handles were replaced with more modern door handles uh, but it's, you know, and we lifted ceilings where we could to give a, a better experience. So, uh, we took out the Renaissance, the neoclassical Renaissance art that we, the Miss Hunt purchased, uh, back in 1983 and replaced that with more modern pieces. Um, and just real, and every piece of furniture was, we either added furniture or we replaced every piece of furniture. So the whole experience is totally different. Uh, I'm amazed at that at how bright and, and inviting our first floor is now versus what it was. I, I guess when you're here every day, you might miss some things, <laughs> but it's really a tremendous upgrade to what we had, and it makes us uh, more than competitive with the new buildings that will come on. So that, that was our goal, and I think we uh, we checked that box in a big way. Did, did you take advantage of the, the, the COVID lockups to do this? I guess it's a lot easier to do new construction or refurbishment when – when nobody, no tenants were around. Well, you know, uh, it, it was when we started this, everybody was pretty much back and we were busy, but we had such a good team doing this either uh, in, in without disruption on weeknights, but it, it really went smoothly and we did it pretty quickly. I think we started in January and we just finished. Actually, there's still a couple of pieces of furniture on boats, but they'll be <laughs> here soon. Uh, but yeah, it went pretty darn smoothly and um, we're, we were, yeah, we were fortunate probably to price it when we did. I mean, it's, I'm amazed at where construction pricing is headed and has, has come. Um, it's really hard to build buildings today, given the uncertainty of pricing and, uh, the lack of labor that's continued to be out there. You would think that would soften up at some point, but boy, it sure hadn't yet. No. And, and that's one reason you got a question and you, you alluded to it earlier that historically we always overfilled, but there's so many that have been announced. There's so many models that are that are out there sitting, you know, ready for people to take a look at. I just, I question whether all of those buildings are going to get built. 
You know, I I doubt they do, David. I mean, we're you know, we had a site that we elected to go residential. We just thought that was the best um, demand for the market today. So we did elected not to do office on that site. Uh, doesn't mean we're not looking always for office here in Uptown, but uh, we we elected to go residential just because we thought that that was a better better use of that site and our money today. But yeah, I don't think everybody does. I mean, I think everybody is shocked at what things cost. It's going to take rental rates up to another level because of what they have to have for these buildings. So you got to have $50 plus to build a building today in Uptown. He said, what about, what about around, uh, around the area? I mean, we, I guess you compete now you, your roots are in Fort Worth. So, you know, the Fort Worth market too, because Crescent, you know, Crescent, but, but I mean, there's Fort Worth, there's, there's, you know, uh, Alliance, uh, Frisco, Plano, they're building all the way to, to 380 mm. Cypress waters. There, there's just a lot of competition out there. Is, are everybody's rates going up? Is, is every, and everybody competing against everybody else in the area? Yeah, I think, you know, I think Dallas is still a very sub-market specific town. So there are some areas that aren't as robust as other areas. So let me put it that way. I mean, it didn't mean everybody hadn't grown a little bit, but they're not as robust. I'm I'm shocked at what what's going on with our Fort Worth development. I mean, it, I mean obviously we're bringing to bear a, 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 a product type that Fort Worth hadn't seen, but we will open our office building without a doubt, 100% leased. It's the hotel is going to be incredible and the residential has got a waiting list of people that are seeking out us versus us calling them. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. And I think that just shows what, how hungry that market was. Well, is, is, is it energy driving Tarrant County? Um, no, you, you know, I'm sure there's a good base for that, but you know, we have a lot of wealth, a lot of banks, a lot of wealth managers that are Crescent customers. The Crescent customers that have moved to, that wanted to op, op, open in Fort Worth, so I think we have three or four of those happening. You know, this is a we just built a very boutique building. We'd like to build another one, so we're hoping to announce that soon. But uh, this first one will will open up uh, full. Well, it's it's uh, you know for for Dallas uh, for downtown Dallas, like I say, before there was an uptown, there was there was Crescent, and uh, it remains the address. John Zog is the managing director of Crescent Real Estate. We always enjoy our, our visits. Look forward to the next thank, one. Thank you, David, so much. Thanks a lot for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.